The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. I can't believe it. It's a great honor. This is the biggest get of the podcast ever. And I want to introduce... <laughs> You might know him as the 45th president of the United States. Well, it's uh, true, Josh. It is true. And I will tell you that you talk about great works of art. You have Josh Failing Peck, who was just really a lot better in the early 2000s. A lot of people are saying that uh, he's failing like a dead dog, small cameo in the great Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, a great, tremendous friend. I actually, God, excuse it hurts. me, Josh. It still hurts. Josh, shut, still Josh hurts. shut your mouth. Sure, Don. Oppenheimer was a friend of mine. I knew this guy very well. It was actually Did my he? idea to do the bomb. Really? And uh, he was a smart and tough guy, and that's what we need more of. Thank you very much, China. Sorry. You queued him up now. <laughs> wow. That was incredible and Thank hurtful. You. Sorry. That was I'm incredibly sorry. hurtful. Josh, so Josh he's good. better now. He's better yeah. now. Oh, my God. Do you do an impression of a therapist? Because that's Probably. what I'm going to need after that one. <laughs> Christ almighty. I'm Welcome sorry. to the podcast, You queued him up. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Friend is here. Brilliant performer, Thank entertainer, you. impersonator, and most importantly, crushing Hollywood so hard you right try. now. I can't get over it. No, I, I, first you of all, deserve it. I have to say, it's an honor to be here. And I'm sh- I am know you hear this with countless guests under the age of 35, but I did grow up idolizing you. So it is a thank thrill you. to be with you. And thank you for having me. Just so see, good, see, you didn't grow up idolizing me. I don't understand. Really, but Josh, I, I love. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. Matt, it is absolutely wonderful to have you. Your thank impressions you. are totally viral. So, so good. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming on the Good Guys podcast. The I'm number one podcast to be here. This in the United States. This is just a bunch States. of Jews. Number one. You could, you it's could, a bunch of Jews. You could call this podcast the Millennials of Zion because <laughs> this is really, I mean, we could control the weather with us three. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, well, you're doing a great job controlling the environment of this podcast room because <laughs> it is like an Apple store in here. My God. It is. It Do you is. want some Apple care? I would. Hey, did you hear that Apple can no longer sell the iWatch because of some court injunction? I think it's because they've never sold an iWatch. It's actually an Apple Watch. But anyways... Oh, what uh, did I call Oh, right. an Apple Watch? An <laughs> can't wait, I can't wait for the comments. This arrogant piece of shit coming <laughs> on your podcast. But have you met Jimmy Kimmel? I met him twice. Actually, I saw him last night, actually, too. Mm. At a, and, yeah. And what yeah. do we think? He's To me, he's been fantastic. What do you think? No, we oh just boy. have a running bit on this podcast. Thing, isn't it? So Wait, what is the bit? I don't real... know the bit. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Josh, Josh has been to his house. Fan. They've broken bread. Yeah. I have. He's got two houses. He's okay. got three. It's two more than me. Three more than me. He's got two house. He's got two houses next to each other, and one is just strictly the party house. I see. So he'll throw gatherings, dinners. He's you just know. rubbing this in my face, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. a nice time. I was actually there with a couple people you do impressions of. Who, who was there? Mr. Howard Stern. I'm sure he was, right. Yeah, he was. I'm sure he was there, right. He was there. Jimmy I, Kimmel sent my Howard impression to Howard, I think. Is that what and got you Stamos. on the show? Yeah, I think they both did, yeah. And what was it like being on Howard Stern's show? doing? Because he doesn't love people that do impressions of no. him, right? No, historically he's hated it, and uh, I thought he was going to hate it. And then what, I was doing it like in college and for a long time, and then one random morning I get a call from his producer saying, Howard wants to talk to you right now, and I was sleeping. Gary so Delabate. Wow. It was Mehmet Walker, another mm-hmm. producer. And he, I jump out of my bed and I throw on my wig, even though he wasn't going to see me. I just had to get into character. <laughs> sure. And then I, all of a sudden I just hear, right, I've been listening to a tape of this kid, Robin, and it's fucking me up. Because every time I'm talking, I hear his voice in my head and I can't get it out. Yeah. And then we, I've been going back on and it's been crazy. 
I'm sure you don't get sick of this, but you really are very good. You're Thank very you. good at that. And Thanks. I'm sure that it just boosts the ego hearing it every time. I got to do really, myself. We're on Josh's podcast. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier because I'm remote. I can barely see you. I literally just heard Howard Stern. Oh, great. I'm like, where the hell is he? Where Fantastic. is Howard? Amazing. What do you think? Because it's fascinating to see all the people that you've literally done impressions to their face. Yeah. And you have like Kyle Dunnigan has a famous story about Bill Maher absolutely hates his impression of him. And it's brilliant. Yeah, it's it's the best story ever, yeah. It's brilliant. And it's an amazing impression. It's an amazing Phenomenal. impression. So what is it about certain people who hate it? I haven't encountered it yet, mm. thankfully. I mean, I think it also depends on maybe the way you approach it with certain people. Like, you can't... Because I... On social media, I've been seeing people on the street and people think it's like I'm TMZ or something. But the truth is, it is honestly random. It is random. It, it is random. You, like you ran into John Oliver the other night. John Oliver and I, we did a set at the same comedy club. And I went up to him after the show and I said, I'm a big fan. And we just did a little video. He goes, honestly, it's not bloody bad. Yeah. Thank you very much. And it was a great moment. But it just I think it's like a little level of respect and I tee them up. But maybe I'm just lucky with the ones I do. I don't know how Bill Maher would react if I started doing him, honestly. Okay, people. Okay. Yeah, I got to work on that. I'm doing an impression of Kyle doing it. He's so good, though. So when you think about doing somebody, I like just where this is going. Yeah. How do you start to think about learning their voice? Do you just listen to it nonstop? Like for people that, I guess most people that want to do impressions, please don't. Just don't even try. That said, if you have an inkling that maybe you have a natural talent, do you have any advice for people that are trying to do an impression? My sister called me a glorified parrot recently. And I think there is something to that, maybe. Like, when I do my first special, I'll call it that. But uh, it's just, like, upset. I just loved old-school show business growing up. And this kind of answers your question. I just loved comedy and, like, the history of late night and all these, like, old figures in Hollywood. And I was just kind of devouring information. I think it was just kind of obsessively watching these things. I just started... I don't know where it came from or, or an ability to do it. There's not really any input or advice. It's just a lot of watching movies and TV shows and... I need to read about these people so I can actually have substance with what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, sure. It's not really a good answer to your question. It's just like... No, but I so just, you like, consume will, a ton of obsessive. their content and you remember it. Yeah, That's like, I, I, it's all the time. Like, I walk down the street as King Charles in the crown. Like, yeah. I, I will put my hands behind my back and just go, my God, it's great outside. It's, it's absolutely great. Fantastic. <laughs> Are you lucky in the sense that because you, you have a voice for radio, right? Like, it sounds like your natural resting voices. It's not a surprise to me that Howard's in your wheelhouse. Right, or, yeah. Or even like John Oliver, right? Like great diaphragm-based, yeah. beautiful baritone tones. Is there anyone who you listen to, you go, that's too far out of my range? Like I have a very high voice. Oh, yeah. Like, there are certain people that I, I want to like try to figure out, especially when I've been doing like some singing stuff ones too. And I want to branch out. You have out a great voice. Thank you. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, but there's certain like impressions or whatever that I do want to figure out. Yeah, 100%. Like, what's your Mount Rushmore? Like, who are some people that you're just like, Aside God, from I... Cosby? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, okay. Uh, who, that I want to figure out that I currently do. No, that you want to figure out that you think would be a real stretch. You'd really have to work on it. Oh, that that's a good question. Wow. Let me get back to you on it. Let me think okay. on it. I mean, there's, I, I was working on Sean Mendez. I, I, I just did him on another podcast. I, I, I'm trying to figure out like a little nuance there with his voice. That's random kind of, but, uh. I look at who's big in the culture, like mm. politically in what who's in whatever movie, you know, so that's a big thing. How much does 
clips play into who you're going to learn. So you said somebody who's relevant in pop culture now. Obviously, I found you on TikTok. I'm sure yeah. a well, lot of people did. You found me on did. Truth Social, but you can lie. I've, I've, yeah. Found you on social. Rumble. Uh, oh, John Truth, Truth Social. social. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find yeah. him on Rumble. Josh is big with the old, but, right? <laughs> like, I would think that the more relevant the person is right now, the more you'll probably blow up, right? Virality. Oh, yeah. Like, how much does that play into it? I haven't thought about it in terms of that in, until, like, if I'm trying to, if there's, like, an award season or something, I want to get a reference. Like, I was doing Bradley Cooper and Maestro. Mm. Like, that was clearly intentionally getting ready to do that for this period of time right now. But, uh... Yeah, it's, there's just certain, I, definitely relevance helps, for sure. Love it. Well, As Josh much as I would like I, to do my Milton Berle impression for people, I don't think that's going to fly in the cup. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, know, if you've got like a nice Mamie Van Doren or a... Yeah, who doesn't love a nice Rosemary Clooney and <laughs> yeah. Johnny Carson? Yeah, Bing Crosby, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I do Bing Crosby, <laughs> yes. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs like my boy Ben, like my beautiful boy Ben, to stand out and succeed online. Now, whether you're just starting out or managing a growing band brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content in no time, all in one place, all on your terms. Look, you need a website. Duh, obviously, everyone needs a website. Even things that you don't think need a website need a website. If I see that something doesn't have a website, I'm more than likely not going to go or not going to engage with it. And why not use Squarespace to make your life easy? Like if you want an online store, you can sell your products with an online store with Squarespace. Whether it's physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. If it's custom merch, you can design your products and production inventory and shipping. It's all handled for you with Squarespace. It's going to save you time and money. And the other part that I really like is that there's an asset library or there's a video collection, right? So you can host video content and organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages, which we do a lot of video here at Good Guys. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash good guys to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So you do a great Andy Cohen and you have that great video. I think yeah. of the first time. Was that truly you running into so him that, in New York? That Are you stalking people? Listen, listen, listen. listen. So, so, I wouldn't blame you. So Andy Cohen, <laughs> that actually happened in like a two-week stretch. I ran into Rami Malek, John Oliver, and I think Andy Cohen in like three weeks. And that's when it all started. I I've swear. I've never run into okay. anyone. Wait, and so, I'm, I'm like quasi-famous. Josh, Josh, he, Josh, he's manifesting. Do you know why that's you don't need to run into them? Manifesting. You don't need to run into them because you already go to Kimmel's house with Howard Stern. <laughs> You're not, okay? I, come on. Is it like that you know they're in, a, I, in I an area you, and I you just are you, like, I'll take my walks. I can tell you exactly what happened. Okay. I was actually on the way to having breakfast with my friend, Michael Gandolfini. We went to college together. So that was Yes. And then on the way to that breakfast, I see Andy Cohen taking a selfie with a fan. He's wearing tight short shorts and he looking strong. He looks at me. I look at him. Time freezes. And he just says something like, you're the guy who does me, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then we did a little thing and I was like, Andy Cohen, what do you think of this impression? He goes, oh, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, you're young, you're cute, and you're Jewish. Yes. 
Yeah. Then I put the phone on uh, on all the platforms and all the comments had one central theme. That theme was they definitely fucked after this. That was the theme of all the Well, guys. if you're going to do it, if you're going to sleep with do a man, it. go yeah, in. Do it. But go it was completely in. I swear to God, it was totally random. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow, it's totally because my question would be like, you see this famous person, right? And it's like, do you even bother saying, excuse me, excuse me, I do a great impression? Yeah, or do you, you go right into like, no, I, Andy, come no, here. No, 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 I definitely, you know? you're not, I'm not running up to them like a maniac, you know, and also but, like, I wouldn't like just put my camera in their face. It was actually like, I think he was the one actually who suggested doing a video really? on the street. Yeah. So it's kind of like I can, it's a vibe check. I think being a comedian helps. So you have to be able to read the room and a person like you can't just be like, if someone's at dinner, you're not gonna, I'm not going to go up to their table unless it's Josh Peck. But yes. uh, yeah, then I would ambush the shit out of you. Yeah, Josh is eating at Craig's later tonight, so we'll uh, make that happen. I do want to understand the childhood. Happy home? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, say I, more. I was very lucky to have a very supportive family. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> I know. Similar. Sorry. Yeah. No. Not Josh everyone so can upset. win, right? He's like... He's like, fuck, they're both alive. Well, yeah, uh, no, Mazel, by the way. Your dad stuck around. Uh, what's that like? Uh, yeah. Because, no, like, you hear these greats. Like, I mean, so many people with this rare talent like yours, it's like some, it's born out of necessity, right? Like, they had some, like, funny childhood or inconsistent childhood. And you're, like, tall, strapping. You got two two parents at home. So, uh, it was it just an obsession with, with yes. Hollywood? Yeah, I, uh... I read Mel Brooks's autobiography. I think it was called like All About Me. And he has a page in it. He talks about like, yes, a description of how in comedy, there's this idea that you had to have a very horrible upbringing or whatever. Sure. And he had like, just like a, he just loved making people laugh. And I know that sounds corny, but that is the truth. I mean, I watched the movie Austin Powers when I was like four years old and I just started mimicking him and I just kind of was obsessed with it. I don't know why. One big inspiration for me was, I'm not in a show business family at all, but my dad's roommate in college was Hank Azaria. Mm. And I was always watching him growing up and I just kind of, I saw spam a lot. And I just was doing like, I fart in your general direction. And I was just, I don't know where it came from. I grew up with YouTube and I just was watching like Don Rickles and uh, Ed Sullivan and Dean Martin roasts. And it just came, I didn't have an idea of what, what Hollywood was or different stereotypes about the business. I just liked doing this. Yeah. And then it happened and it's starting to happen. Yeah. And when you're doing, when you're doing an impression, like it seems like there are certain keywords that help people get into oh, the yeah. impression. Like oh, yes. with, with walking, right. It's like, you know, like people will just do like, that was a, good. or like <laughs> Obama's like a, well, know, there's well, like a yeah. gravel. O Obama actually, I just have to kind of change my neck and then I get him right here. So I have to say that Josh Peck has without question, not only the best podcast that I've ever seen, but he is proof that I am my brother's keeper. Thank you so much. Now, yeah, that's a fun one. But I just did a Giamatti video and like the hook with him, I just go, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Very well. Very well, indeed. It was, I mean, it's weird. That video, particularly watching him riff with you like i got is, lucky is that everything you want oh. in in those interactions i mean that that's like for me peak snl is like when they have the person with the person that's like always been my favorite thing like fallon and seinfeld that update that's the shit i i love so much and it's crazy that 
it's happening, that I'm yeah. getting to make those experiences. I don't know why I don't have you down. It's kind of unfortunate. I'm glad. You, you're going to have to work on a list. I'll figure it out. Uh. <laughs> but the Giamatti thing was out of control. The best one, I think, has been my Jeff Goldblum encounters. Right. Where I He brought me, I actually, I bought a ticket to see his show. He has a jazz band, the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Most Jewish sounding thing you've ever yeah. heard in your life. <laughs> and I bought a ticket. He had seen my impression before and I bought a ticket to see his show and I was meshing with his wife and I think she was aware that I was going to be there. I was with my sister and then I didn't know if he knew I was going to be there, but all of a sudden he comes into this small jazz club and he looks at me and goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I believe I know you. I've come upon you. I, you've done many impressions of me and Rami Malek and many other people. Come to the stage. And then he brought me on stage and we did all, it was insane. I wow. love that you're trying to front like you gave any shit about Jeff Goldblum's jazz band. Other than him. Dude, come on. You were I like, did not give a shit. Of course. I, of course I wanted to try to meet him. That's amazing. But I will say As it was well, one of the best. Should. It was like an insane show. I want to see it again. I love it. Have you seen it? Jeff Goldblum's jazz band? Yeah. Missed it. <laughs> no, I, have, I haven't. No, no shit on Jeff Goldblum. But, but, no. but Josh, we, but Josh, we did see that Jeremy Renner fixer up. What was that right. called? We I, did I, see Renner. You haven't seen the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra? I haven't seen uh, Matthew McConaughey's Bluegrass Band either. <laughs> That's amazing. This is just random, then, but we have to talk about this. So, Matt was saying how I had childhood asthma, Judaism, yep. and Matt had a childhood food allergies that he was in a study for that relieved you of them, that cured them? I, I was life-threatening anaphylactic food allergies, like over 12 times could have died. Like I Peanuts. vividly remember gluten. I was allergic to wheat, rye, oats, and barley. That's why you're so Death fit. Deathly allergic to wheat. Like before gluten-free was a thing. Wow. A like crumb would have killed me. OG like celiac. Not celiac, actually worse, anaphylactic, which is like a whole other thing. Wow. Like throat would close. EpiPen. Yes. And then I was one of the first people in the country. I was in this program at Stanford and a doctor named Kari Nadeau changed my life. It was a process called oral immunotherapy. Nothing sexual, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, oral, <laughs> you increased your tolerance level to whatever you're allergic to by eating small bits of it. That, this is not new. No, it was new. That's how I got over. That's how I got over my lactose intolerance. When you I just did it, eat it was cheese. New. Yeah, you diarrhea. You eat more cheese. You have diarrhea, and eventually it was you don't crazy. diarrhea. So wow. we're good now. Yeah, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I just would have loved if you said, "Yeah, the study basically they just made me convert to Christianity." Yeah, I had and to, suddenly <laughs> I had no more allergies. I became a Scientologist, <laughs> and then here we go. Yeah, Rec <laughs> recently you did uh, an impression with. To Austin Butler, yes, to his did, face. Yes. And, you know, we've been a little uh, critical of his, his <laughs> you know, thing. A little bit, but like, with all due respect, <laughs> much respect, great actor, couldn't be happier for him. And, you know, yeah. it made me like him even more because he seemed like poised to not be as cool as he was to you. And he really took the joke. Oh, like, my he God. Loved it. Well, that was the night of him winning the Globe. And then... uh the Golden Globe, for those who don't know in Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, Trump is like my internal monologue. It's a problem. I got yes. to get him out of there, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then all these celebrities come on the carpet, and I was just a random guy with a little lav mic. I wasn't guaranteed to talk to anyone. And then Austin comes in. Everyone wanted to talk to him. And then his publicists were moving him past, but then he recognized me somehow. And then we had this great moment. And it was really fun. I said, I feel like I'm doing you and 
I'm the, we're doing the man, the husband, Austin Butler as Elvis, and he was a great sport about it. Element has been a proud sponsor of The Good Guys for a while now, and that's because they help you stay hydrated, and The Good Guys are about hydration. But we don't want sugar. We don't want those dodgy ingredients found in popular electrolyte and sports drinks. We all know they're delicious, and we all know they're basically not good for you. But with Element, you are going to fix that electrolyte deficiency or imbalance. It's giving you headaches, cramps, fatigue, brain fog, and weakness. Oh, the brain fog that I used to once feel after lunch and having kids and just trying to get my thoughts and my brain to work after like two o'clock in the afternoon, please. I introduce Element in my life. It's over. Look, it's a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research revealing that optimal health outcomes occur at sodium levels two to three times the government recommendation. It can fit in any of your diets, whether you're doing low carb, whole food, paleo, keto. Um, and even if you're fasting, it won't break your fast. But people from Navy SEALs to athletes in the NFL, NBA, NHL, Olympics, people, or even, listen, special forces, which I know you are at your desk. You're a, you're a, you're a cubicle special force. So go to drinkelement.com slash good guys to receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through our URL. Try Element totally risk-free. If you don't like it, give it away to a salty friend and we'll give you your money back, no questions asked. We have a very low return rate and high reorder rate, baby. So you recently crushed it on the Golden Globes red carpet. You were there interviewing people and tell us about that experience because I can imagine it is so unique. You mentioned publicists. The amount of like- It's insane fanfare of publicists strong-arming you? or Tell us everything. So the way it originated was my manager, who you know, Jack, yeah, he introduced me. Shout out Jack Reed. Shout out Jack, yes. Yeah, Shout out, man. We call him Sleazy Love Reed. Jack Reed. Yeah. I can't believe you weren't at renovations. My, oh my God. My man. Yeah, this is Jack, This is my manager. She's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I got a new brand deal for you, yeah. <laughs> I would... Yeah, hang on, got Doritos on the phone, yeah, 30 Gs, couple of TikToks, you know what I mean? Anyways, By that's the, your niche. It's good scratch <laughs> yeah. for Doritos. Dude, Jack, Fantastic. We, we were joking yeah. before that Jack just loves money, and so he'll call you and That's all like, he cares about. I've yeah. got, got a brand deal from the Islamic Republic of Iran, like <laughs> from the tourism board. Yeah. Gonna ruffle I, a few feathers I, so you can take it down in 30 days. I think Jack was like, well, just out of curiosity, uh, like, what's the minimum number to go like, do a thing with Trump at Mar-a-Lago in a little private performance? I'm like, Jack would send me to like perform, you know. Like, do some crazy thing in Saudi Arabia. Like, who the hell knows? Is there, has there been inroads to have you go perform in Mar-a-Lago for that Trump? That has not happened, no. He no, won't pay no. you. Look what happened to you're Fallon. Not, That's not going to happen. You're not going to get paid. Yeah. But anyway, no, the Globes, I got introduced to this guy, Jeremy Lowe, who works at Dick Clark. And uh, they basically he took a risk and he had me on the carpet last year. And it worked out. We had all these great videos. Then they had me come back. And I was centered. Like, I'm, I was like the first person you see on the carpet. It's like, all these people are coming in. And they, they go to Mario Lopez and all these different people. And I'm just like with a Globes microphone, kind of crazy. Like there's not really a plan. I, I know what I want to do, but I'm not, and I'm not like a Access Hollywood interviewer. I'm a comedian. So I was just kind of figuring it out. And Jack was filming me. He was holding my phone. I bought a microphone at Sammy's hardware camera shop, whatever. Yeah. And then I plugged it in. I was monitoring the sound myself. Could have been a disaster. And then we get these crazy viral moments and... 
it was it's it is stressful. Like you have to be completely focused and on because you're corralling these people. They're walking by. Some of them are too cool to stop, which I find interesting. Like like who? Well, if we're going to be specific, uh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, like, there were just a, like you can see it. It's all video. People that just walked right by me. Sure. One guy I really wanted was Matthew McFadden from Succession. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I said I'm such a big fan. I do an impression of you. He goes, "Good for you." Then he keeps walking. Oh God, oh, God. But you know what? What a Tom? rat bastard. No, but hey, buddy, buckle up, fucklehead. I have a dick the size of a red sequoia, and I fuck like a bullet train. I love me some Tom. But that was said. I wanted to get him. Josh thinks I have schizophrenia. But anyways, he's like, what is happening? I take a Zyrtec before this, Josh. I'm hyper. But anyways, Josh is looking at me like this is a make-a-wish. My God. It's uh, not. Both of us need a therapist. But uh, You're it, enough, Matt. Surreal. You are enough. <laughs> surreal, surreal experience. Like, because, yeah, all these, like Jack Black and all these people Love. coming by. It was unbelievable. And then the, the Paul Giamatti moment happened. I was interviewing Jim Gaffigan. Mm. I was doing a Jim Gaffigan to Jim Gaffigan. I mean, it's just so great to be here, you know, talking about Hot Pockets on the carpet. Look at him in New York, just smiling. And then Paul Giamatti walked by and I missed him and I was sad. Yeah. And then there's a little hallway where the winners go. Maybe Josh will find out about that one day. You never know, right? There's a little hallway. <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. There's, there's a little hallway where the winners go, and I just happen to be standing there. Giamatti wins, and then we had that amazing moment. So, and are like certain publicists strong arming you? Like the moment you try to get in there, are they like for sure. buffering for their Absolutely. clients? Absolutely. They're, the, they're, they're the toughest. They're tough, but they're tough. It's easier when the talent like knows, knows me. Yeah, like sometimes they'll circumvent it and go past the person, but other ones they just sometimes. They just will not. I think John Hamm, I think he knows who I am because I think he went like, hey oh <laughs> just keeps really? walking. <laughs> John Hamm. You ever see the hammer that he's working with? He scares ever... me. He's intimidating. The guy's hung like a Clyde yeah, yeah, the, God bless. John Talented Hamm must be hung anti- like a God. Right. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, and I, I don't care who knows it. I'm You're not like cutting this Milton out. Burl don't and John cut Hamm. this out, me. I'm sorry. But, I'm just making a note to myself. But <laughs> I saw you at a party later that night. Yeah, the universal party. It was crazy. It was pretty good. We talked about it on the pod, and I want to hear from your standpoint what it was like. That party, because this is like new to me. Like I, I haven't gone to these really, and I'm just starting going to these events, and I suddenly found myself in a room. It doesn't even make sense. Like I see you, and then I'm in this like room, and there's like Killian Murphy and Giamatti and Krasinski and Nolan. I'm like, what am I doing in here? Right? It didn't even make sense that I was in there. Yes. And I'm like, this place looks like Madame Tussauds, Tussauds come to life. Yes. Then I see Josh Peck standing there. And the funniest thing was I actually asked Killian for a selfie at the Globes. I sound like such a Hollywood douche during this, don't I? It's okay. But that's the point. This is the, we're in Hollywood. It's Dear Media, baby. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, said and, no one ever. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking orthopedist's office here. My God. You're but, welcome. Uh, and then he, he was like, I'd rather not. And uh, he kind of walked by me. And then, that's amazing. Wait, wait, God, I love Gillian. Wait, wait, but then, like two hours later at the party, like it registered. I'm at a point like he he, he remembered who I was. And then he was like, "Oh my God, my son loves your videos." And then I and then I meet his son. And then we then we started talking. But it was just funny how at first he didn't recognize me, and then mm, here's my he was question: so cool and nice. Had he won when he said no? 
No, it was early. I think I think it was earlier in the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hadn't won yet. Yeah, but he was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also to his credit, like I'm sure. I mean, the amount of nerves going into that oh thing, and like he probably was so relaxed then. I wonder what like, you would have done if I'd asked you for a selfie. Wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been good. No, of right. course I, I would have taken it. I'm the selfie king over here. I don't turn people down. <laughs> Josh is number Listen, like number one nicest person I can ever. Tell. You meet him. Right. You ask him for a selfie. He's given you more than that. Yeah. You know, he's taking no, you to tell, dinner. Yeah. I give you a free cameo very, you that, need, whatever you need. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Very generous at this time. Josh, should we have a, should we have our impressions rated? You want to do yeah, that? Yeah, please. Please, sure. Yes, go for it, Ben. So we, we spoke about this before. Josh and I, you know, they're, they're not very good, but we still want to see. <laughs> we want to see what you think. We want to okay. see what you think. Josh, oh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go We're for each going to do two. We're each going to do two. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Oh, your tea, sugar in your tea, you Virginia dot fire, dear. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm weirdly aroused. <laughs> I have a boner. Right I now. hate this. My God. Marshall oh, just it was so run by a fruiting. I don't know who that was, but I liked it. Marshall just quit. <laughs> Do another line. Do another line from this great mid 90s film with Robin Williams and Sally Field. How does it know? That's the line. <laughs> What's the line? Do it again. I was that, talking. That was the line. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. All right, you don't know who that is. Wow. Okay. You know. All right. We'll we'll go next. We'll we'll skip to my next one. All right. Yeah. So we're rating that as zero. I'm listening. No, it was it was I. Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Okay. We've seen it, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I okay, thought you were going to do up another one. Okay. That I was see. his impression. Of course, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That was my impression. I see. I see. All that right, was John, an interesting one. Josh, Josh, we're never playing this game again. Okay. I'm going to work. Okay. This isn't happening. Yeah. Okay. Next. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. It's also because you're doing the Zoom. <laughs> you're in New York. <laughs> and so it's like not coming in through. I, I mean, go for it, Matt. No, no, you. I think it's excellent. Mickey Mouse, clearly. It was it's, pretty good. It's really, really good. Yeah. Comments really are going to eat this Just alive. call in a bomb threat to the building. Josh, <laughs> you go. Oh man, you go. I, let's hear it. I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I can do a little Tracy Morgan. No, that's Christopher Walken. That's just what Tracy Morgan. Is <laughs> Tracy <doing>. Morgan <laughs> hanging out with Christopher Walken. I'm a good Tracy. Now it's too much pressure. It's just too much no, pressure. You, no, you got to do it. Mine completely bombed. You have to do it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Tracy Morgan. What would he say? I'm. I'm <laughs> Tracy Morgan. <laughs> It's terrible. That's a really hard one. I'm gonna get you pregnant. I'm gonna get you pregnant. That's a hard one to do. That is fucking Josh, good. Josh, Josh, yeah. do your Obama. Your Obama's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, good. Josh, Obama. Josh, let's hear that, please. Because uh, he'll do certain things like, Dear Media. <laughs> dear Media. <laughs> Number one media. Uh, dear Media. Here's, dear Media. Hello, wait, everybody. Matt Friend. Really funny guy. <laughs> kinda, I appreciate kinda, that. Kind of mean. <laughs> you think hey, so? Your Trump's a little mean. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Josh, as anyone knows, if I'm going to do Trump, I got to stay true to the character. No, I get it. I love it. I love you, but Trump, you never know what he would say. Ma uh, Imagine Donald what he would say about me. Mad friend, a pathetic voice guy. Really <laughs> fails. He's just so me. He sticks to me. He profits off of me. Doesn't even vote for me. Someone's saying that. He's a failure. He sucks up to the stars. He's pathetic. He would love you. Eh, I don't know. I think he'd love you. He would, I lo think, I he think would, lo he would love you. He would, no, love, he would love you, you though. All right. So, so Josh, we're never playing that game again. Never play. I've again. decided that we're going to end the podcast here. No! I'm going to delete my Instagram and I'm going to move away to an island. Okay. I'm going to move away to an island. All I right. think Trump likes anyone who likes him. Well, like, just, yeah, well, but I think, I think I an impression is yeah, in the impression. Yeah, inevitably, an impression like people, anyone who's got issues with an impression, you just have to take it as like a total 
I mean, it's, it's such. Yeah, it's I don't know so that he good. Would take it it's well. a compliment. I mean, he, oh, he'd love it. I don't know. About he'd that. Lo- he he would love it. The things he I say though in it, I don't think he would care for it. Why? I think that it's hard. I mean, I would assume it's very very hard to control what you say once you're in character. Well, in that you're just running. In that character, you really have to say whatever you want. Yeah, that, that whatever guy, you he's want. An, he's a complete psychopath. I mean, he says anything. He's insane. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you think that? Okay, let's talk about yeah, this because this is my favorite thing yeah, to go. talk about. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Big picture. Yeah. Big picture. Big picture. You're crushing it. I'm so happy. Like Thank you. I, I love watch. It's fun. It's fun to watch it and just to see your ascent. What is it like? I didn't even think that. Like I immediately thought like. Let's just get like, that follow on Instagram. Then we can talk about it. what's up. Sorry, go ahead. Anyways, I don't follow a lot of people. <laughs> I, I love. I, I love that it sticks in their. Car. I'll see. never follow you. I, now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, great. yeah. Because I know it annoys you. Okay, great. I yeah. follow Ben. <laughs> What? Well, I, was Mildred Snitzer. I said to Ben, I was like, oh, like this guy easily could be hosting late night if that still exists in 15 years. And then Ben was like, but what about SNL? Like, is there a dream scenario for you? Where do you think you're you're going? Uh, Have you talked to Lauren Michaels? Have, has anyone I, reached out? Yeah, I mean, I went through a process, like I've submitted tapes and mm. I went through a showcase uh, and I just didn't really hear anything. After what it was to showcase the typical, you go to Thirty Rock, you no, it wasn't that. It was like at a venue in New York. Mm. Uh, but you know what? Like that was a dream of mine, and you know, it it still very much would be like being very diplomatic about this answer. I feel sure, like I'm fair. like a politician, but that would be incredible. But I also at the same time I can't control certain things. I'm just focused on what I can control. Like mm. that's why I'm this trying is... to do my show and write my hour of stand up, and I'm touring, and like I can't be the waiting game for me, I know that's part of the process, but it's like, I, I can't focus on what's out of my control right now. That's why I'm this just This is a very on. influential podcast, so honestly, you never know who could Yeah, I mean, like, but that would be a, it'd be a dream. I mean, if that ever, what I'm doing is pretty aligned with, I think, what they do. But, uh... Oh my God. No, there'll be, like, the, I mean, my Instagram username used to be Matterday Night Live. Like, I was, like, literally, I, I love it. And I love the old, like, the history of it, like, Phil Hart, Phil Hartman. Uh, like all those guys, but is um, he like your guy? Is it Bill, Bill Hader? Hader like, for sure. Bill yeah. Hader's your... probably my top. Yeah. yeah, I kind of learned how to do Howard Stern from watching Bill Hader do Alan Alda. Mm. Alan Alda's up here, right? From Mash, Alan... and Howard is right down here, right? Right. But anyways, Alan Alda, Howard Stern. Wow. Right. But anyways, right. So, <laughs> but uh, no, but late night too. I and acting like I definitely want to be doing more. I. Had a small role. It was the first time being in like a movie. I did like Good Burger. Or I did like I one saw that. scene. Congrats! What a seminal film. Very seminal the, film. The original. That's my Oppenheimer. Yeah. What, what was that like? What was the sequel to that like? You know, it, it's it's funny because they're actually before my time. I wasn't even like alive when the first one came out. No. How old are you? Twenty five. Jesus Christ, man. Good for you. Uh, but good for you. I was a Drake, Drake and Josh kid. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't hate me. It's true. Why would I? But uh, but the late night thing too, like because it's political and there's like the pop culture stuff. So I, I would love. To, am I being boring on this? Am I no. being co- too corporate? No, this he's, is. I see him texting. I see him texting. No, no, but, he's uh, no, 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 sorry. I'm I'm not, no, no, but I, I would, late night. I love. I love the history of late night. And I, I want to. I would love to do that. I think, yeah. It's so or like and not to like make light of it because there's so much money in it. I, uh-huh. I think sometimes people find it corny, but like you could have a residency in Vegas that would make you. Fucking, you would be Wayne Newton times ten. It'd be sick. I like sick. I like the residency in Vegas. My manager call. would if love Cody that. Co, oh, please, our Jack. beautiful friend Cody Co. Josh, if Cody Co. can get a music residency at the Wynn, does he? We can get Cody you. Cody Co. Get has a music residency. residency at the Wynn. Wait, what? Confirmed. Wow. 
to Confirmed. do to do what? Listen, <laughs> listen play, to music. To play, Guess who his opener to is? To play music. Guess who his opener to play is? Music. The Mildred Snitzer Orchestra with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's but, insane. No, I would love like that, that's the thing about this tour. Like I'm building this hour and like doing shows, and that's I can see it. Like taping a special is it's definitely like in the immediate future. What I want to, fo- I'm focused on right now. I'm so you said your next stand. show is at Gramercy? That, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing my hour, like my hour there at New York, uh, and then just like kind of throughout the country right now. And when is that show? That's March second. Uh, and then the other shows are on my website. Sorry, I'm plugging it. Matt what is the what, what is the yeah. website? Yeah. Mattfriend.com. Yeah, but that's where all my shows are. Have you ever been in a romantic scenario where the person you are romantic with perhaps is, I would love to be making out with... This is a bit of mine in my show. This is a bit of mine in my show. Yeah, yeah, tell me. And I I have a bit on this. Should I just do the bit? Please. It's, uh, I was with this girl. Some of you are thinking, a girl, really? (laughs) That's what they think of us. (laughs) Was with this girl and... uh, Terry Dubrow thought I was gay yesterday. Shout out uh, Dr. Dubrow. And she goes, uh, she's You like, did say that you don't like kissing your wife, the, the, but that's the fine. The premise of the bit. I won't ruin um, the bit. Uh, the answer is who is every husband? Jeopardy. I didn't know we're on Jeopardy. Sorry, go for it. No, the premise of the bit. You'll see it when I release my stuff, but the premise of the bit is that she wanted to have sex with Trump. And it's like a joke. I'm like, I'm going to grab you by the pussy, right? <laughs> Gonna oh eat that ass God. like a burrito bowl at Trump Tower. A lot of people are saying that. <laughs> no, but I, I've been about do like doing voices in different circumstances. I'll be like, this one girl, she's like, you're doing a great job. I think you're crushing it. Just mm. do me a favor and stop using the German accent. And I was like, you want me to stop? <laughs> <laughs> when when yep. do uh, if, say you're on? Or do you have a girlfriend right now? No, or no. So you're on a first date. Yeah. I, assume, I show them a clip of me on Josh Peck's uh, podcast. Go ahead. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you. Right. And when does any impressions come out? Do you like, if they're not aware of you, like. Do you know what? Look, I'm not like, over, I'm not like, like a monkey. Like, like a, hey, you want to see some voices? <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, it is a part of my personality. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm not going to try to be funny over. Like, I, I this is a podcast, obviously, so I'm more on. Mm. But like, if you're always on, that's a problem. Sure. Presumably, like, if you're at dinner, like, unless it's like calls for it, but. It'll, it might come like Don Rickles once said that comedy is a personality. And if you know comedians, there's a certain personality to comedians, mm. but they come out for sure. Yeah. Sometimes they're just a part. Not like, hopefully, honestly, it probably is annoying. Fuck it. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But like, yeah, like I'll be just walking down the street. Oh, golly. I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch today. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps a salad, a pad thai, a taco, a carne asada. I don't know. It's just very random. Beautiful. Yeah, should we get to our What Are You Nuts? I don't know if you've ever watched the podcast before. If you haven't, What Are You Nuts? Yeah. But we do this segment called What Are You Nuts where people, places, things, gripes that you have with humanity. You walk down the street and you're like, holy crap, that lady. What are you nuts? Okay, gotcha. So, so if you have one, okay. you can listen to ours yeah. and, and interject. Right. Josh, we'll go you first, first. have your... I'll go first. So last night I was eating at a, with our good mutual friend, Nick Vial and his beautiful wife and, and his mother-in-law. And we were, uh, I was with my wife at this restaurant called uh, Felix Trattoria. Trattoria. How would Stanley Tucci say that? I would say, are we rolling? Yeah. We filming? Okay. I was having a delicious, scrumptious seno. Seno mm-hmm. is, as the Spanish say, dinner. <laughs> I was having a dinner at a luxury place in Los Angeles. It is called Felix Tratria. Ooh. Felix Tratria, located in where? Venice, California. Located in Venice, California. Just as pizza is to Naples, Felix is to Venice. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Sorry. Uh, well, that's <laughs> right. Well, me up. Shout out, Felix. I love it. Yeah. Shout out Evan Funke restaurants <laughs> everywhere. Yes. And so we were there enjoying this beautiful meal. 
this is not a knock on Felix in any way. This is a knock on the dish as it exists in the world everywhere. Squash blossoms are what are you nuts? Okay, let's talk about this thing that is literally pumped. It's it's injected with the creamiest, fattiest cheese possible, right? A ricotta, something like that, and then it's deep fried only so that the third item of it, the squash blossom, which tastes like flour, which tastes like dirt, is just somewhat edible. Squash blossoms are what are you nuts? Felix Trattadoria is delish. Wow. Nuts. What are you nuts? Absolutely nuts. What are you nuts? You're right. Am I wrong, guys? You're right. Squash blossom? No, you're right. Wait, you're right. I've got one. You're right. Let's ask our resident vegan. Marshall, squash blossom? Wow, Good. see, oh, it's okay. a vegan. They have Josh, so little to Josh, choose from. Josh, asked a vegan about squash blossoms. Okay. That's, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah. Of course he was going to say he loved them. It's the only thing he can eat. <laughs> Go for it, Matt. This is, I feel so Seinfeldy, but I'm in the airport. I'm running to get to a flight. And like people who ride the moving walkway, like it's a ride at Disney, they just stand on it still with their luggage. So good. I mean, what are you, nuts? Oh, that's so nuts. I mean, Brilliant. Like, nuts. What, what, you're an adult. Yeah, I feel Nuts. like Sebastian Maniscalco. I mean, I'm in the airport. I see these guys riding the the thing like they're at Disneyland. Go back home. You're an adult. Yes. Shut off the phone. Yeah, sorry. Can we do uh, <laughs> quickly? Can we do the forensics on Sebastian? Because oh, I would yeah. love to hear the way in because he's Midwest. Uh-huh. There's the Chicago. Uh, Arlington Heights. Yeah. And then there's the there's the quiet. So I, yeah. 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 So like, how do you, what's that recipe of approaching a Sebastian? It helps to be from Chicago, I'm sure. Yeah. There's a stage and then there's like the regular, like the staging. So I said to the guy, go back home, Chipotle. You know, like there's kind of like the yelly. Then there's like the, what's up everybody? It's Sebastian Maniscalco. Welcome back to the podcast with Josh Beck. You know, like he's got the quiet, just different modes. Yeah. Do you think if you did something like SNL, like where they'll say they're famous for being like on a Friday, like, can you do this person I, who just popped? Yeah, you, I could, you could do that. get it in a Yeah, I don't know. Hour. Yeah, that's, I think, I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing now, kind of figuring out people as they come up in terms of what's relevant. So I think. Wow. Ben, you have your what are you nuts? Yes. Yes, I do. So go to dinner, get the check check comes, you fill out the tip, you fill out the total, you sign at the bottom, all of a sudden you see customer copy. What are you, nuts? Customer copies in general. Nobody's ever taken a customer copy home. There's no reason to have a customer copy. Nobody's filing it away in their filing cabinet. These are meant to be taken, crumbled, and thrown away. And every single time I fill out a customer copy, I then need to fill out the regular copy because you're afraid that they'll come chasing you down the street if you didn't sign the regular copy. But the customer copy of a bill is what are you, nuts? You know what, to add on to that, people who print out their boarding passes. Yeah. Like, what what are you, nuts? Yeah. I mean, this is Nuts. unbelievable. What are you flying? TWA? Uh, what it, is this? Pan Am? Uh, what Pe- is, people like, in general who take receipts. Uh, receipts are nuts. They're nuts. Uh, they're nuts. It's, what are you doing with them? You can't even, there's no system to look them up. At least when they're in your, in your email, you could look it up. I mean, digit, right? You got to digitize. Yeah. Digit, put it in your Apple wallet. What the hell? It's a, in your iWatch. Is that not in, a, in your iWatch? Yeah. <laughs> on your iWatch. <laughs> on my iWatch. Yeah. Have you heard the Mitch Hedberg bit about uh, receipts? What, how's it go again? He goes, I bought a donut the other day, and he asked me if I wanted a receipt. I said, uh, I'm buying a donut. You give me the donut, I give you the money. Transaction complete. 
I can't imagine a scenario where we, we would need to bring pen and paper into this. I don't believe you bought that donut, man. Prove it. <laughs> like, you know. That was pretty good. I mean, he's he's my favorite. You've done stand up, right? Yeah. Do you like? Would you ever want to like really go in on it? No. You would not. Okay, got it. Because you could, though. It's so hard. You, you know, you could do it, though. How often are you going up in New York every like, night? Like at least five nights a week. I mean, because wow. that's what you got to do to be great. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, but you could do that. Oh my god, your story that you just like you could have an hour already with stories. I'm sure you could do it quickly. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I think the good thing is is that I really love stand up. Like yeah. I have a, a really healthy love and respect and appreciation for it, which keeps me far away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? You're in fucking Oppenheimer. Why the hell am I telling you to do a goddamn comedy I show? I don't want to be Jeremy Piven doing stand up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain people. And like, it works. I'm sure you get some laughs. But Holy shit. That's a tough one. That is so funny. You, it's a little tough. They're oh like, do my hurry. God. That's all I would have to you, happen. They, they would tell they would you to be Tell me to Josh. hug me, brother, and yeah. I would kill myself They'd talk on about, stage. They, they would talk about Peruvian puff peppers. It'd yes. be a disaster. You should put together 10 minutes and do it at the beginning of our tour. Yeah, one day. Our, I think you I think you should do that. Well, we're going to have to start. I, I realize if we're ever going to do live dates, it's theaters or busts. I'm not doing fucking helium you're, you're, and you're, Sheboygan. You're, of, you're, of course it's you're theaters not, you're, or busts. You're not doing McGooby's Comedy Club in uh, Timonia, Maryland. No, I'm not doing the Chuckle Hut in Tallahassee. So I guess, Josh, <laughs> no. this is the difference between you and me then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, Everything well, Josh is just going to list all the things he's not going to do that I'm forced to go do in about two weeks. Matt, you're 25, okay? <laughs> Call me 20 years in if you're still doing the helium and I don't Scranton. think I will. Yeah, either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a prediction. Uh, viewers, do we ever think it's going to get to a point where Josh, where this relationship escalates? You know, we're like, I'm in town. Let's get a drink. Sure, I'd You think love that'll it. happen? Really? I don't know if you like me. I'm different than all the famous people you've been hanging out no, with. No, you're just a guy. I'm just a guy. But, I, but I, those are my favorite types of people though good i don't want to be around like some person who's always fucking like yeah weird like you're hanging out with stamos and but we love we love stamos we've had him on the show he's a dear friend of mine but you know he's he never stops yeah you but know, I, yeah i've seen him in the contest where he's like with his wife and kid like he's more chill yeah 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 for sure but i haven't been like on set with him like you have you know what i mean what can i say you grandfather bastard, one season God. you know what i'm saying i yeah. like i like to sink him quick <laughs> they, they call me the king of canceled oh maybe that would be my said. special go ahead yeah the king of canceled Matt thank you for coming on the pod this was a dream this is an honor thank you for having me I, nice to meet you and hope great to, see you to guys. meet you too hope to next see you time you're you're in your hometown maybe I'll see you oh my god yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll be back in a week Excellent. And I'll come to the Gramercy. Everybody should go mattfriend.com. Check out all of the beautiful comedy dates yeah, my, that we have. My Instagram. We have, yeah, the Matt friend. Yeah, what, plug plug anything you want to plug. The, Matt, plug the away. Matt friend on Instagram. Say hey. The Matt Say, friend. Hey. I love it. I won't be following, but yeah, everyone okay. else follow him. Thank I, you again. He is brilliantly, brilliantly talented, and I'm a It's I'm a, a dream to be fan. with you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it is. I swear to God. As always, share the podcast with a friend. Get, rate it. If you don't give it five stars, what are you nuts? Send it to your mom. Send it to your grandma. We're all ages, family friendly. Find us on Apple. Find us on Spotify. Josh's YouTube for the video. This has been a very special episode. So many amazing impressions. So honestly, watch this one on YouTube. Highly recommend it. Matt, thanks again for joining us. Thank you.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.